0: On today's episode of Doubly Negative, the boys discuss drugs, political correctness, vaccinations, and many other controversial
1: things. That wasn't in the right context, no. like even a little no, bit. not
0: even. I, I don't
1: know. Wasn't the same ballpark, wasn't the same sport.
0: They say home is where the heart is, so I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless.
1: Welcome to episode 34 of Doubly Negative. As always, I'm Chris here with my friend Kyle. Kyle, how are you? Oh, I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, a little bit better than where I was last time I recorded, that's for sure. I've had a few more, like, uh, upbeat and productive days, I guess. Yeah, you told me you've been feeling real tired lately, huh? Yeah, I've been exhausted. Mm. And I don't know if that has to do with what we talked about last episode, but um just been so tired. Like, and... I find reasons to justify it, like, alright, so, for instance, Sunday, I went disc golfing, I had to leave the house by like 6.30, but I came home and I took a six-hour nap, woke up, watched a little bit of football, and fell right back asleep and slept through the night. That seems a little excessive.
0: So you slept like 20 hours that day or something like that?
1: Yeah, most of the, most, Well, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, I slept a lot that day. I didn't think about it that way, that makes it sound so much worse. Holy shit, um, yeah, so slept a lot that day And just at night, 8.30, I'm ready for bed Like I was laying in bed before we started recording tonight And I'm never usually that guy
0: Well, what do you think, like, otherwise do you feel okay? Or
1: Yeah, I mean, we had talked about it last episode How we are both feeling like kind of depressed Yeah. So I was kind of thinking it had to do with that But, um, like, even today, like, I felt fine Like, like in a way better mood and, um, still tired. So who the fuck knows? Maybe I'm physically ill. That could be it. Well,
0: it could be. But, um,
1: I just assume something terrible is going on and, uh, don't get it checked. So I'm like, yeah, I'm tired and other things are kind of falling off the wheels. It'll figure itself
0: out. My first thought is like, um, especially if we, we talked before about how it's hard to admit it to yourself and to other people if you're feeling not so good mentally. And yeah. the physical things are impossible to deny or downplay because like, yeah, I slept 20 hours, but you can downplay the mental stuff. So I don't know. I, I would keep an eye on it, especially if, because in the past you you said like, I didn't notice for a while. I didn't realize until later. So I think it does point towards that.
1: Yeah. And I would say now, which is different from previous times is I'm aware of it and I'm not, it's not like in hindsight. So yeah. I think that's a good thing. But Another thought I had was maybe me being aware of it is going to feed into it more and make it last longer. But I think that could just be me overthinking
0: things. I think the same thing sometimes.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, am I feeding into this now? Like, can I just, would it be better if I wasn't aware?
0: Well, you've opened Pandora's box now, buddy.
1: Yeah. And I I don't think no matter how hard I try, I'm not going to find an answer for that. That's just improbable for me to test and get results. So it is what it is. We'll see. Yep. Um, so we were having a conversation earlier, mm-hmm. and I had mentioned how tired I've been. And you said, you as well, but you've got something that's helped you recently. And you wouldn't tell me what. I've been thinking about it all day. Lay it on me.
0: Yeah, I like to save these things for the podcast. Um, well, I think I think you may be aware of what I'm going to mention here, but um, are you aware
1: of- uh, More dick pills? Uh, sorry? More dick pills?
0: Uh, no, well, actually, they can be used for dick things. Um, okay. Are you aware?
1: I, I'm listening. Are
0: you aware of uh, Kratom or Kratom? Uh, I'm aware there's different pronunciations.
1: Yes, I have looked into this. So, not extensively. But um, from where I heard it, they said it was Kratom. Mind you, this is on the Fighter and the Kid podcast. One of the hosts has a severe case of CTE. <laughs> but. They referred to it as creative on that show. So I did look into it, and it depends where you're reading the information from, but some people are like, no, it is harmful. And other people are saying, no, it's completely fine. Just do it. But, so you've been using it? Yes. So. And when did you start, actually? I would like to, we should turn this into a little study here. Sure.
0: Uh, my good friend Matt, he procured it from a friend of his, and we, we used it a couple times together last week. And then he left Indonesia, sadly, um, but he, he couldn't... Is this
1: for good, by the way? I meant to ask you this. Is he, he'll be coming back and visiting, but is he moving for now?
0: Yeah, seems to be. He has no plans to come back here.
1: Oh, that's tough.
0: That was one of your best buds out there. A gym buddy. Very hard to replace. Yeah.
1: Sucks. That could be... Um,
0: certainly could, Chris.
1: Part of the reason why you're feeling the way you are. You certainly could. Absolutely. That's tough. Okay, but go on about the Kratom.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had some. And I actually took it one time like two years ago. And I remember I just felt very relaxed and good. It's always something I'm willing to try. And I've also heard about it through, um, what, Mark Bell, uh, your guy, the power lifter.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've heard him talk about it
0: before. He talked about it extensively on the Joe Rogan podcast a few years ago. Because uh, one of the most common uses for it is getting off opioids and i believe that's what yes. you use it for yeah because it has similar effects. oh
1: i think i know what you're talking about yeah be- okay because when i looked into this i remember suggesting this to a family member that i knew that was struggling with opioids yes and they seemed genuinely interested because doesn't it i'm gonna sound like a moron <laughs> you know what fuck it i'm not gonna go i'm not even gonna bother no i don't no, no, need no, no, any more no, made up words I'm, i might, I might okay. i'm saying the same
0: thing anyway. I want you to sound like a moron yeah, first. It,
1: oh, it binds to the same receptors as the chemicals your brain gets when you take opioids. It binds to the same receptors, correct?
0: I read same, some of those same words when I was reading about Kratom too. So yeah, yeah. It does – it acts similarly to opioids. Yeah. And um, that's why – that that's one of the biggest issues about it. People say, yeah, you can get addicted to this stuff too. You can get dependent on this stuff just like opioids – uh, It's probably not as harmful, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, this just like any other drug or anything, there's downsides. But long story short, I've been talking about depression on this podcast and feeling like shit and whatever, and I took it a few times last week, and, and one of the times I took it was like one of the best I've felt in a long time. Like my mood during when I took it was noticeably better than it's been in Weeks or months, maybe.
1: And do you feel like high when you're on it, or do you just feel like okay, like you're you're relaxed, like you're level,
0: really? It's very subtle, so much so that um, I did it like, three or four times with other people in the last week or so, and we have to even say, you, you know, sometimes you like you'll do like sometimes weed or, or sometimes other drugs, and you go, Do do I feel it? Do you guys do you guys feel it yet? Has it been long enough? You know what I mean?" Yeah, yeah. It's like that, and we weren't even in agreement uh, that we felt it. Like uh, I took it with four people total, uh, and two of us were not even sure if we ever felt it. I felt it for sure.
1: Sounds like the lamest drug party ever. No, yeah, we got together, we did (laughs) some creative, and we kind of just asked if we felt it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's (laughs) it's really not like that. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It just—it just, it just uh, for me, it's—it's it's pretty subtle, but it just makes me feel relaxed. And then um, yeah, the I just feel like my mood gets better. It almost feels like a like a medicinal effect. Like I, I don't know, my girlfriend, she didn't feel anything. Maybe she just feels good already, and maybe because,
1: yeah, she's like, yeah, I'm this is just yeah. how
0: I feel because right. I'm normal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't. I, I don't shouldn't know. say not normal. Dude, stop being so fucking worried. You are goddamn. I'm
1: not I'm no I'm so not worried. worried. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying it's a bad bad choice of words. That's God all. God
0: damn it, Christopher. We're gonna talk about that soon anyway. It's a
1: bad choice of words.
0: But uh, That's all no 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 I, I don't mean to jump on your jump down your throat there. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. no, it's okay. No, it's funny. Uh but the the biggest effect I noticed like so I was I was under the influence and it was the first time I started thinking in about like future prospects in a positive way. Like, oh, I could I could do this creative endeavor or I could find some work or anyway, I I started I think I thought about it afterwards and I realized there's a difference between just coping in the moment versus uh being optimistic about the future, so for for weeks I've been feeling so bad that I haven't been able to think about what might be possible in the future. I've just been thinking about I feel so bad right now, how do I stop feeling so bad and 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 in these moments, I' started thinking about the future in a good way, so that's that's a a severe change in mood
1: but here's my thing if you aren't actively taking kratom, are you? going to still have these feelings and follow through on these plans you're making for the future is this something you just have to do every day like that's something i would like you to to try out maybe take it for a couple weeks and then you know get these plans moving or you know keep thinking about things you want to do in the future and then stop taking for a couple weeks and see if you actually follow through with them still
0: well i got some of my coffee cup right next to me so I'm, i'm doing i'm doing the first part of that plan uh we'll see about the second part so
1: far so good we're on track. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I guess you'll have to see. It's good that it's making you feel better in the moment. I I would like to do some more research on it because I don't know enough about it, but um, it is something that's always interested me, just not enough to do a deep dive on it.
0: So you've never tried it?
1: No, never. There was someone at my work that uh, had it one time, and he would like do the tincture. This was at a prior job, by the way, not the one I'm currently at. And um, I was always interested, like, oh, maybe, can I try some of that? But I just never... I'm always very hesitant when it comes to just putting stuff in my body. Uh, I say that, and like I ate fast food, but whatever.
0: I don't. I don't think you got to be hesitant with this stuff at all, really.
1: No, I, from wh- how you're describing it, doesn't sound like I need to have any worry whatsoever about it. Actually,
0: I really don't think so, I and mean, you don't have to. Yeah, it's almost like tea. You can just put it in hot water, like a, a half a spoonful, and. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I don't know if, it, if it's available for you try it because uh, it's it's definitely helps me. I'm not saying you can get it online. Yeah, I'm not saying it's like a long term answer or anything like that. It's just something
1: I did recently, and it's like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, this is uh, this episode we're gonna call some name it something along the lines of like Kyle tells Chris to do drugs to get over his problems. That works. Kyle turns to drugs. Yeah, that, Kyle turns to drugs. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's
0: perfect. There it is. There it is. <laughs>
1: yeah. And clip the part where he says, it's not a long-term solution, but it's helping in the moment. Just <laughs> yeah. cut that and save, and save that. Oh. Um, so there were some other things you wanted to get off your chest. I said, might be a little dicey. You said, let me say what I want. So, Kyle, I'm going to let you say what you want. I'm going to lead with, I'm sorry, Jake. But, Kyle, the floor is yours. <sighs>
0: yeah, so did you ever watch that show You on Netflix?
1: No, I didn't. They cut my boy Chris D'Elia out of it. So I said, you know what? No, thanks. Oh, they cu- I've heard it's really good, though. They
0: cut your boy Chris because he played himself. You heard about that, right?
1: Stop. That's not... No. It's <laughs> misconstrued. He played- you believe everything you read in the media. <laughs> played- you believe everything.
0: <laughs> he played a child molester on you, and then he was found out to be a child molester like two weeks later. It was
1: crazy. He was not a child molester. We've had this conversation. That's not what happened. All right. Fine. Uh, Moving on. <laughs>
0: Uh this is gonna be the, the slander and libel podcast too, because what did you say about uh oh whatever, never mind. Yeah, anyway, they had an episode where uh a child got measles and a big thing was like being vaccinated or not and they made it so that the parent who um someone was responsible for it. They said, Well, I never got vaccinated, and I don't vaccinate my kids. They're they're the typical stereotypical anti vaxxer and uh the immediate reaction was oh you're disgusting you're spreading diseases and all that and um i told you recently too that i uh i go on the social media site reddit um i've i've been a long-term user of reddit i like it a lot and uh i used to consider it a fairly objective uh forum for public opinion because there's these various No, It is not, no, it's not anymore. No, it's not.
1: Sorry to cut you off, but dude, it is so far from that now. Yeah. But yeah, keep going. But it, it bothers me too. It but go ahead. And that's what I was getting to
0: is like um the the system is that uh there's there's these posts about various topics and you click on one and then there's comments and the comments that are at the top are the most upvoted. So the most people said, I like this comment. So it's not in chronological order, like many forums. It's, it's based on the, the, the value the the merit of the, of the post. But the thing is, and this is what I used to like about Reddit. It was like the most objective, polite, logical, intelligent responses used to be at the top. Now it seems to be all political and social and I uh, the front page of Reddit is supposed to be the best things, the most interesting things from a variety of topics. You're going to you're going to see sports, you're going to see entertainment, everything. Now whenever I go on Reddit, half of the things is vaccination stuff and it's all about how unvaccinated people are disgusting and and if you if you click on any one of these, all of the top comments are i can't believe someone would not get vaccinated and it it's just all of these people that are on the exact same side of the whole covid thing, and i'm not even bringing this up as someone on the other side i'm just bringing because you are vexed I, I am vexed, yeah I'm just bringing it up because i i just okay so so I'm watching that show you. And then I'm seeing Reddit, and then I even kind of noticed it in the new James Bond movie. But the whole, the whole pop culture, just seems to be pushing this narrative at us, and and displaying it as pure fact, when it just doesn't feel like it is. And I just, I just don't like it. I don't know if I've articulated myself well enough, but I just don't like it.
1: No, you have. No, I know exactly what you're saying too. But do you think? this has anything to do with social media. I know this doesn't make sense when I say it now, but, um, you know, everyone's just pandering all the time. Like, what is the majority like? What's going to get me to that top spot in that comment thread? What's going to get people to share this? What's going to get people to watch it? When I say something that supports what they're doing. Yeah,
0: 100%. Absolutely. And, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because even before I noticed this whole uh, political bias of Reddit, one of the most annoying things was the whole memey thing they do where like a certain reply to comments will become popular and then people know that it's popular so they just post it in every single fucking thread regardless of whether it's particularly relevant or not. For example, the show uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, hilarious show, but there was Great one – there was one episode where there was boats, and Dennis famously said, um, they're not going to say no because of the implication, right? It was, a, it was a very funny line in the moment, but
1: now... It is a fucking hilarious episode. <laughs>
0: but now, any fucking time, boats are even mentioned in an ancillary way, I don't know if that's the right word, even in the, in the smallest way on Reddit, you will see the reply, it's because of the implication. Just because, and this is what you're saying, people know that it will get upvoted. So it's, it's the, the pandering is in full force on Reddit. It's so annoying, and I think you're absolutely right.
1: Play the fucking hits. That's all people are doing now is playing the hits. It's... There's no original music, no original movie. They're just going to play the hits. Let's do a sequel of that. Let's, let's fucking cover this song. Play the fucking hits. The Reddit is now a wedding band. Oh, I want to... Just play what everyone wants
0: to hear. I want to point this out just so I don't get away with it. Uh, I tried to use the word ancillary, and I got it so fucking wrong. So I just... I don't want you to be the only one that gets made fun of for making up words and stuff. So I, I'm just going to point that out there. I, I looked it up. You're lucky...
1: I'm just so wrong. You used a word that I was too stupid to know <laughs> oh, yeah. the meaning of. So I was like, yep, sure. I trust this guy. <laughs> yeah. So... so there's one thing I want to circle back on in your rant there, but first I want you, can you define ancillary for me? Because I'm going to use it in a sentence tomorrow. Uh,
0: providing necessary support to the primary activities or operation of an organization.
1: <laughs> that wasn't in the right context, like even a little no, bit. Not
0: even. I, I don't know. I, I think we both know Wasn't that. the
1: same ballpark. We both know wasn't the same meant, sport. But yeah. <laughs> It sounded so good, that that's really why I was it. like, oh, that's, yeah, I might that's even, it. I might
0: have even influenced you to use the word incorrectly if I didn't point that out.
1: <laughs> yeah, people, but here's the thing, I feel like that's one of those words where people would just trust me. Yeah. You know, when I, if I use, like, like in that situation there, I just trusted you.
0: Hey, sometimes you gotta swing for the fences, that's what I was doing with this one, but I, I struck out.
1: And I feel like I do that, like, kind of often. misinterpretation Where I'll throw out, yeah, like... Yeah, and I don't, I don't want what I say to get misinterpreted. (laughs) Um, But I also want to circle back on another word you said. You called it a fucking meme, dude. I said, I said, meme. Oh no, 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 meme. No,
0: no, no, no. No, no. What I was trying to say is it's meme dash y. It's it's meme e.
1: Oh thank God, dude! I'm sure a lot of people listening are gonna be like, oh fuck, thank God, I thought.
0: No, no, no. Play it back. Play it back. You'll see.
1: Didn't realize Kyle was sixty.
0: No, I, I said I said Reddit. So meme e. Okay, I, I understand what okay. you're saying, but no, I I, I got it.
1: I got I got nervous, and I didn't want to let that one go. Okay. <laughs> M- meme e. I was like, oh no, it's a meme, Kyle. Yeah, I didn't want to cut you off though.
0: I don't know. Okay, so so basically, the the the, the popular narrative on Reddit and and in the show you and in so many things seems to be that there is only one side to this whole thing. You should get vaccinated. You're an asshole if you don't. You're dirty if you don't. And that's another thing that I want to I wanna say again. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to that in a second. But they, they just push that narrative and they say anyone who disagrees is just wrong and an asshole. And I don't think that's the case. And there's another thing, too. I, I, th- I thought this was particularly interesting, the idea that if someone is unvaccinated, they're unclean. And I've seen that thrown around a lot. They're dirty. They're disgusting. It's funny because the same political group doesn't like if you have a, a disease like let's say an STD or something like that. They don't like it if if they're called if those people are called unclean. I've specifically seen that like uh, someone who has AIDS or gonorrhea or something like that. If you call them unclean, that's that's politically in- incorrect. But for some reason, saying the same thing about people who are unvaccinated is correct. Um, so I don't know, I'm I'm kind of ranting against yeah. the the whole left right now, but I just I just don't like it.
1: And here's my thing, is it the whole left or is it just the people that talk the most on Twitter? Well, sure. Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, I feel like a large portion of that well, I feel like what we read on the internet doesn't represent that whole side. Unfortunately, that's the only part of that side that we see. Yes. You know, like I consider myself like very in the middle. I think you do as well. I I just don't care a lot about politics in general. I think there's right. I think there's wrong, and um, I, I, I just I don't get involved in the political side of things. Okay, but Sorry. you're not going to hear from a guy like me. Well, yeah. Why would you? I'm not going to post. A, yeah, like
0: unless you listen to the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But like for the most part, you're not going to hear. Like, okay, so this is a great segue. So last night I saw a post on Instagram. We can go back to the, the topic you were talking about, but I thought it was a good segue. On Instagram, I saw a post that was like, oh, Netflix employees stage walkout against Dave Chappelle special. And I shared it with, like, the like the hand over face emoji. And then I deleted it because I was like, I don't want, like, uh, someone's going to see that I reposted that and all of a sudden think negative of, not even scared. It's just like, yeah, you got scared. I don't need people. I don't I don't know. I wasn't scared. So you got scared. I don't it, I didn't think anything negative was going to come of it, but I just don't need people seeing one piece of what I post and drawing this whole conclusion around me. Cuz I feel like people do that. They'll see one thing that someone posts, whether it's like vaccine related, or I, and then they'll just say, "Okay, that's their whole person. They identify 100% with this side asshole." Well, and it happens both ways. I'm not I'm not saying this is the right or the left. I think it happens both ways.
0: So I do want to come back to the Chappelle thing, um, but the difference for that is it's not a fact-related argument. Like, I don't think you could measure it and say it's right or wrong, but they would say uh, – the, the the people that you're afraid of probably would say you're, you're just factually wrong. But the vaccine thing theoretically could have a, a right or wrong answer, right? Like, there could be enough – Yeah, I guess, yeah. There could be enough studies to support one way or the other. But the thing I I realized, uh, I kind of had an epiphany last night and it's been coming for a couple weeks because there was two specific instances where I looked something up on the internet and uh, you you know how like Google will provide an answer right at the top if you you ask a question and then uh, right below it'll say like people also ask and then you can click those for more answers to the same question.
1: Yeah, and I think the answer to that question initially on Google at the top is just a a snippet from one of the top articles Correct. that it's going to link you to. Yeah. Correct.
0: Well, anyway, I've looked up two specific things. I think that I can remember that had the exact opposite answer. So one of them specifically was, uh, I, I played, um, I played futsal, uh, last week and,
1: Oh dude, I wish I was technically
0: gifted enough to play futsal.
1: Cause I feel like you have to be like decent at dribbling and like kind of quick, but it looks so much fun. It's electric.
0: That's a lot of fun. I'm certainly not gifted either. But um, I, got a, I got a blood blister on the bottom of my foot. So I Googled, should I pop it? The very top answer was absolutely not. And the second one was, yeah, you probably should. <laughs> it's <laughs> and, like, what do you do? And there, there was a couple other things I Googled in the, in the same way. And then I started to realize truth is dead. Chris, there's, there's no truth anymore.
1: Oh, it Ben. dead. Slice his throat. It doesn't matter what's right or what's wrong. What's going to get clicks? What's going to... This isn't where you're going with this clickwise. Cut that out, Jake. Go no, on.
0: No, it's okay. It's okay. You, you, you're right in a... It's okay. It's okay. I'm a little ranty right now, Chris. Sorry.
1: You, no, no, no. I like it. I like it. Preach. You, you're right in
0: a way. It is about clicks. But also, it's a little bit more profound than that, too. Because I think there actually is no truth. It always depends on context and goals. So even for example, the blister, should I pop it? Yes. If I want it to heal faster, but I'm okay with the risk of infection. If I'm not okay with the risk of infection, then I should absolutely not pop it. So there is no correct answer. And even, even with the vaccine stuff, even with other stuff, there is no hard answer. But now, it's what's
1: correct for you. Yes, in in your circumstance. Exactly,
0: and now today with the internet, everybody can post anything, and there's always going to be mountains of things you can point to. So even with the with the vaccine, for example, people, this is this is the I'm circling back. The whole point of this thing is that so many people act like anyone who doesn't believe the same thing they believe are complete assholes they say you're you're ruining society you're killing people that's that's the biggest one right you're killing people by not being vaccinated but they're ignoring the they're completely ignoring the other side and that's that's just all i'm getting at the whole point of this it just it annoys me and i'm not necessarily on either side but i just don't like how that's the only viewpoint that's represented and i don't like the anger and blame
1: associated with it too well i want to challenge you a little bit here And it's not because this is what, oh, this is what I believe. But these people that are saying you're killing people, I don't think for the most part they're saying it just to say it. I think that they actually, in their minds, the people that aren't vaccinated are killing people. They think they are genuinely killing people. So that's why they're speaking up. You know, like we had this conversation before about uh, religion. This was an early episode where you had asked, if these people truly believed in religion and followed it to the letter of the law, wouldn't they do everything perfectly and never sin? But they still do. Yep. So it's kind of like, if these people genuinely believe that these people are killing other people, why wouldn't they say something?
0: Okay. I think I can answer that to the best of my ability.
1: Do you know what I mean, though? I like, yeah, oh, this yeah, no, isn't me saying, I, I know what you're saying, you're the asshole, yeah, Kyle. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So they think they're doing the right thing. But at the end of the day, you cannot control other people and that has kind of been one of the things that's made me uncomfortable with that argument the whole time ever since the ever since this whole pandemic started i don't like situations where you have to trust other people so even if you think this is the correct course of action and and society agrees if you have to trust that other people are doing the same thing in order for you to live your life i just think it's not a great idea and anyway the, the whole whole time they say, well, if everybody did it, well, this would go away faster. Yeah, okay, but you can't control what everyone does anyway. So, yeah. I don't know. I guess I guess they think they should be bitching about it constantly, but uh, what are you going to do? You, you, you can't make anyone do it.
1: No, and arguing with someone on the internet isn't going to change their mind. Everyone is so dug in nowadays as well with their side. There's no, like, uh, oh, okay, you're making a good point there. It's not, nope, this is what I believe, therefore... You're wrong. No, but I guess but in, it does work, In that person's it? life, they are wrong.
0: I guess it does work because yeah. this is something else we've, we've talked about, too. It's like, well, I, actually, you're, you're embodying it because you're always so afraid on this podcast. It's working.
1: I'm not afraid.
0: You're so afraid, dude. No. Let's get it out. In I wouldn't
1: open. say I'm afraid, but, I mean, you, it's not that I'm afraid. I, I also don't want to upset people. We've talked about this before. I try to be a people pleaser. Yep. I try to make people happy. And I don't want people to come to our podcast and go, oh, I heard that. I did not like it. That does not make me happy. Sure, I think me having an opinion is is important. I'm not afraid to tell anyone my opinion. Yes, you are.
0: I'm not. You're always afraid of being canceled and that that we're going to be canceled and, and cancel. You say that word many times.
1: I say it too often, but um, I say it kind of jokingly, but I also say it in a sense of like, hey, like. I also have a job, and with the way society is nowadays, if you say something that hurts someone, they could go as far as to go after your job oh. so i'm I'm being mindful of that as well, like I said, I'm not afraid to give an opinion, I don't have any radical opinions, um but it's just yeah, I don't want to jeopardize anything by saying something off color okay. Like I, I'll say like, oh, we're gonna get canceled if you go on one of your typical misogynistic rants. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna speak up because I'm a fucking feminist. You certainly are, Chris. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> no, well, well, you wanted no. to you wanted to talk about the whole Chappelle thing, so this might be a chance for you to say
1: something controversial. I think everyone involved was correct. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, it was... Um, Did you watch the special? Yeah, I did. So, what were your thoughts? I I mean, he made some jokes, but I feel like for the most part, he was sending a message as like, hey, I know what you guys are going through. Look what my people have gone through. And that's kind of how he hammered it at home at the end, like, stop punching down on my people, you know? Oh, uh... So...
0: I think you're right. I think that's. It was
1: more of a message. Like I didn't. I, I didn't. And maybe it's just because I'm not as sensitive to it. But I didn't hear many jokes where I was like, "Oof." There was a few where I was like, "Oh, Dave, telling the line." But I didn't really laugh either. No, there wasn't. I feel like his specials are becoming more of like TED talks that are humorous.
0: Yeah, oh, I don't know. It just seemed behind the times to me and I've, I've I've tried to explain this to a couple of people, and i didn't they didn't seem to agree with me i might be I might be wrong, maybe this is completely with the time still, but maybe it's because I've listened to so many podcasts where transgender stuff was like the main topic, but I just feel like it's just old like the jokes were old and the, the points were old it just it just seemed boring to me the, the whole thing
1: yeah and i I don't think this one has gotten the greatest. Uh, feedback, not just from the transgender community. Obviously, plenty of negative feedback there, but I mean, just in general. Overall, I enjoyed it. I thought, you know, he did a good job of keeping it humorous while sending a message. But like, what do you mean? Like, what? I know it's tough to fucking pick a thing out that you watch that made you think it was old, but um, I'm trying to think of a way to word this here. Um, did you think it was just like, like hacky, almost like, oh? How about that the that airplane food? Uh, almost. Like that?
0: Yeah, almost. It just seemed like ugh, like like move on, I guess. Cuz his last special uh, I I I might be saying some bullshit right now, I'm not sure. But wasn't Sticks and Stones largely the same topic?
1: Yeah, because I think he has an ongoing battle with that community. So, he'll put out a special They'll react, and then he puts out a special reaction to their reaction, and they react to his reaction, and then he reacts to that reaction. So I think it's just like a – I can see what you're saying where you're like, change the record. We've heard you address this. We don't need to continue hearing you address this. I would like to hear something different. So I understand why you felt the way you did about it.
0: Yeah, and and there's always like this thing in, in comedy too where some comedians are very preachy. Some are philosophical, and some get away with that. Uh, I, I I like some that do that. Uh, Doug Stanhope is one that I that I really like when he gets philosophical and preachy. Chappelle, I don't know why, but he just... He says things in this preachy way, and I'm just like, ugh. Like, he's trying to say something really profound, and, and it just doesn't do it for me. It's just like, it just seems to... Obvious. it just doesn't seem like he's saying anything particularly new, and I just I didn't like it that much. But the whole controversy part, I don't even really understand. Do you want to set the stage for that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I they're just upset with some of the things he said. The community had asked Netflix to take the special down. It's offensive. Don't want to see it. And the CEO of Netflix backed Dave, and that's when this walkout happened. Walk out. Yeah, a bunch of Netflix employees walked out and had a protest. And
0: they're upset about the special.
1: Yes, and that the CEO refused to remove it from Netflix. (laughs) Uh. So, you're allowed to be upset, but you're also allowed to not watch it. Right. You know? Like, something like that may hurt your feelings, and that's okay, but don't watch it. Here's one thing I can't watch. All right, I can watch graphic videos of you know, someone falling off a cliff. Or like fight videos. People getting hurt. Can watch those all day. They're funny to me. I get upset if I, if I drive by roadkill. I feel bad for the animal. I can't watch videos of animals getting hurt. That's something I cannot do and I know that. So you know what I do, Kyle? I don't look at those accounts. But... On this lovely site, Reddit, I follow plenty of accounts that involve people doing stupid things and getting hurt in the process. Because I enjoy that.
0: Well, my first thought is that the act of walking out and all that, it seems very pandery.
1: Because it's the cool thing, do you mean?
0: Yes. It seems very safe. It's a very safe Protest to make because you kind of know you're on the right side, and when I say the right side, I mean the correct side.
1: <laughs> I wonder if anybody quit that'll be a good
0: yeah, I wonder too and i I, yeah, I wonder if there's any repercussions for any of them or if any
1: of them are lost their job or anything well my my main reason why I want to know is if people quit is it's like if a company is doing something you don't believe in and you're really against what they're doing and what they're producing and what they're putting out. Why are you? Do you still want to work for it? It's a paycheck, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, if you feel that strongly,
0: there's doing um, it now. Yeah, there. This whole topic, I, I read a post uh, on an, on a different forum that really made me think, and and I kind of referenced it earlier in this conversation. Um, I'm finding it right now, but it's about what political correctness does it's actually about the exact same discussion uh but anyway there's a guy that his name is limp dick ditka he says everyone needs to realize the morons asking to cancel Chappelle are like two percent of the population the rest of us really don't give a shit or have much of an opinion one way or another on Chappelle. cancel culture equals whoever is the loudest Now, the response, which is the one that I'm referring to, this one really made me think, is by a guy named Rafiki. He says, The issue is they're moving the goalposts for the rest of us inch by inch. That much is obvious. Think about the amount of comics who would never risk a trans joke now. This is what really made me think, and, and I think it's true, because... Whenever there's the whole political correct movement, the cancel culture, it, it, I always kind of feel the same thing. Like, ah, who cares? But this guy's right. Like, and in and, and the way that you're afraid to make certain jokes, and I am too, honestly. There's, there's certain things I'm afraid to say. But that's really what they've achieved. Um, people are afraid to say things now. And it's, it's happened so gradually, so subtly. Just, like, little by little, things have become scary to say. And now there's a whole lot of them. There's a whole lot of things you won't say now.
1: So many things. It didn't used to be like that. No, because a lot of it comes from ignorance as well, though. Because we didn't understand, really, or were taught, you know, that those words you're saying can hurt someone's feelings. Like, we didn't know that because it was just normal to us. And that's not really okay, either. Like, I I had no idea.
0: It's true. You're right. And this is...
1: And it sounds kind of pussy and safe to say. I know what you're thinking, Chris so safe, but I think that's true. Like, whether it was okay to say it earlier for us, we thought that way, but it wasn't really. We didn't know. Now we know. No, no. So there are some positives that have come from a lot of this. You're
0: right, and it kind of circles back to the thing I was talking about earlier with um, there is no truth anymore. Because there is a great argument to be made for that side, and there's a great argument to be made for the free speech side, too the thing is is that it's actually influencing society and and what's acceptable and what's not and and what can get you in trouble and what can't and um yeah there there is a huge argument for i guess making it so that people can't say hateful things and hurt other people but then it influences the entire rest of speech to to where words and and certain jokes can't be made and it's uh I don't know, I'm gonna sound like a a real uh, obvious Oscar, but it's a slippery slope.
1: Yeah, I get that. Um People always say stuff like, Oh yeah, it's changing society. I mean societies need to change sometimes. Obviously what you're saying is, yeah, change is okay, but let's not overcorrect things. You're afraid of like a severe overcorrection where everything becomes uh, a punishable offense. Everything you say could have negative repercussions to it.
0: Well, yeah, because just look at the way it's influenced us. We actually worry about certain things we say, even though you've said it many times, like you don't intend to hurt anybody. I don't intend to hurt anybody either. But uh, we have to actually watch what we say. And I don't know, maybe you're, maybe you're right. Maybe we'll look back on most of what <laughs> everything we say in, in 10 years and be like, wow, we were huge assholes and we were hurting people. Um, but I don't know. I just it just doesn't feel right to me. Maybe because I'm always punching down. I don't know.
1: I get that. No, I, I, <laughs> I fucking yeah. You and your white privilege. Yeah, um, I, I am. I am a white guy, so I don't know. Yeah, and that could be why you feel that way, honestly. Um, maybe. But oh, fuck, I had something and I thought it was good. What did you say? What was the last sentence you said? I just said it. It, it doesn't feel right to me uh oh okay so okay here is where i was going with that so how many times obviously you know you mean well you are a good person but there are sometimes you'll say things where it gets perceived the wrong way or not how you intended you see this in relationships everyone sees this in their relationship uh-huh. uh friendship where you say something and to you it means nothing right uh-huh. And your intent behind it wasn't to be negative or demeaning, but that is the way the person took it. So what I'm getting at is we can say things without intent, but that doesn't mean someone is going to perceive it that way. They may perceive it with hateful intent behind the words, even though you don't mean that. It's not a spoken thing like, hey, I don't mean this. Here's a funny joke here's the sentence, insert sentence. You can't do that or it wouldn't sound funny or good because you set it up that way.
0: Well, I think that's a really good point you just made and I think it furthers um, what I'm trying to say too because when that happens and if you do upset someone and then they get to respond and then you get to defend yourself, what you're doing is you're getting closer to the truth of what you actually get to express your truth in a clearer way, because of the other person, so that's that's kind of a healthy dialogue
1: um but I think so too, but a lot of the times these these dialogues aren't very healthy because it starts out with such anger rather than i'm not saying this for everyone. there are obviously a lot of people out there that are like, "Hey, this is why I feel this way," and then you know the person will respond, and then it is a healthy dialogue. but I feel like a lot of the times. You won't see that, especially on the internet, especially on Twitter, because we have some points to gather. We have some upvotes to get. We have some likes and retweets to get. Maybe, yeah. That's the safe, like, oh, let's figure this out and be friends, isn't going to get that publicity you're looking for.
0: So I think I've mentioned this guy a couple times in the podcast, but um, Patrice O'Neill, the the late, great setup up yep. comic, he... Would uh, one of his greatest legacies is his appearances on the Opie and Anthony show, and they would have these brutal discussions about race, politics, everything, um, and and he was a black guy, and sometimes all the words came out between him and this, and this white co-host uh, Anthony Cumia. But no matter what, Patrice, he he even defended uh, this this guy Don Imus, another guy in radio who who wasn't even his friend. But Don Imus famously, um or infamously made a, a racial joke or he said something racial and he got fired for it. And Patrice O'Neill defended him. And Patrice was just his one of his basic arguments was he would rather that hate be out and open than it be simmering under the surface. And and he said he said racism exists but you don't see it. He's like, I know all these people are racist, but they're just too afraid to actually show it. And, and that's that's kind of something that I'm afraid of too, that we're just going to be all walking around with all these different opinions, and, and maybe they're hurtful, maybe they're not good opinions, but if we're all just afraid to express ourselves, it's just going to be ugh.
1: And yeah, I think it will be ugh, mainly because you won't be able to learn from these other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to, you know, help yourself and i don't want to say form the correct opinion but you know kind of refine your thoughts
0: yeah it just like i said earlier you just can't move the conversation forward because you can't say the first thing and then they say the second thing because there's too much anger and judgment and blame surrounding all opinions these days both ways uh even if both ways if you're talking politically and you want to say left and right then yeah it seems both sides are just so angry and and like disgusted at one another that they can't even say anything.
1: Not to get all like uh Oh this isn't really conspiracy, but I I do not like the two party system. You know, you wanna get political, you think I'm too safe? Huh? Yep. Say I, it. I do not like the two party system. I think it's designed to divide people.
0: Yeah? Do do you think it's Pick uh, a side.
1: Blue or red. What do you like? Blue or red? Okay, we like blue. Tell everyone on the other side you like blue. Or you like red? Tell everyone on the other side you like red. It just it's not enough. How can you divide all of these important thoughts and opinions into just two options?
0: Do you want to get more conspiracy-ish? Do you think it was designed? Do you think it's given to us by some higher power up there that we're not aware of? Or do you think that's just naturally how it went? Because I don't know. I, I don't have an answer to that.
1: Well, you got to think, how old is this system, you know? Thoughts and opinions evolve with the times, and when the system was initially put in place, it was probably not that many things to argue about compared to now.
0: Yeah, doesn't uh, doesn't conversation and, and argument naturally lean towards two parties? It's like, yes or no. <laughs> should, should abortion be legal? Yes or no. Gay rights? Yes or no. That's like two
1: parties. I mean, I guess that makes sense, but... The problem is, everyone tries to take it too far to one side. We can't just... No, we can't meet in the middle. It's impossible to meet in the middle, because everyone's middle is different. Mm. So, uh, we're all fucked.
0: That's all it is. Oh, I, I want to ask a question here. Are you really in the middle, or is that a symptom of your people-pleasing nature?
1: Mm, I would. I, I really think I am. So, it's tough, because I feel like politically nowadays... Your political party decides your whole personality. How do you mean? Not in all instances, but I feel like it's like me really liking Arsenal, you really liking Man U. Mm -hmm. But when we get together, that's all we talk about because that's all we know about each other. Mm. And that's what politics is to me. It's just two sports teams going at it. It's a heated rivalry. They hate each other. And it's just a sport I'm not interested in. So that's why I would say... I consider myself down the middle. It's not a sport I'm interested in, and I should be at the age of 30, but I'm not. I don't know enough about either team to pick a side. I don't agree with everything either team does. You know, they got some sketchy players on both sides. I I just, that's it. I don't know. That's the best explanation I can give for you.
0: No, it's, it's a good explanation because that's basically how I feel too. And even, like, I was thinking about this whole, I was kind of preparing my thoughts on the whole vaccination thing before I came on the podcast, and uh, that's kind of what I was afraid of, too, because I guess the thing is, it's just such a common conversation that everybody talks about that you've already heard pretty much everything there is to say, and... I think everything that I said has probably been said already many times, but that I was trying to say it in my own words and having, have an original thought. And I probably didn't even do that, but, but that's why it's so boring. And that's, that's why sports end up being boring too. It's just like, it's everything's just said. And yeah, yeah it's, it's boring. I, I agree. I don't feel that strongly either way either.
1: Yeah, It's boring. Yeah. It's, um, it's filler. I mean, there are plenty of conversations I have with people I don't know about sports, and I could talk to them for a while. Do I want to keep talking about sports? No, but that's all I can talk about right now, because that's all I know about this person at the moment.
0: Yeah, that's another thing, too. It's it's uh, It's a way to have an identity without actually having an identity. If you just... If you have nothing else to say about yourself but you say, I believe in this political party, I'm on this side, then you can kind of get away with not having anything interesting or original about you.
1: Yeah, you can just regurgitate what whoever you're trying to please, regurgitate information that's going to please that person. And they say, yes, yes, yes. And who doesn't like being surrounded by people that say, yes, 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 you're awesome, what you say I like, be my friend.
0: Yeah, but you don't feel like having that conversation all day long, and I don't either, so that's why we don't really associate with people that are that passionate about it.
1: But here's the thing, I will associate with people that are passionate about it, but I also know these people enough to know more about them, and we don't even have those conversations. And that's okay, too.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm just against, more than anything else, Chris, I'm against boringness.
1: You're anti-boring.
0: Yeah. Because even people that think the exact same things as I do, like have the exact same opinions and we, we agree on everything, if that's all they can talk about,
1: I really don't want to hang out with them. We've had that conversation before, too. Yeah. Um, Just, I don't know, do you think there's a part of us as humans that enjoys confrontation? And it's not even confrontation, actually, like... Just having a heated debate that's also friendly, Mm. like I feel like that's a great thing because you can have two very strong opinions, but you're not going to let those two individual strong opinions form a separate negative opinion that gets draped over that person entirely. I think that's the beauty of it. We disagree, but that was fucking awesome. You're smart. You know your stuff. I'm smart. I know my stuff. Great conversation.
0: Yeah. And especially if it goes to an original place, because that's not boring. If you can both, I guess that's how arguments have to happen. Um, you have to start off obvious, and then you have to go more complex. And, and you're right. When that happens, that is very refreshing and invigorating and, and stimulating. It's, it's definitely not boring.
1: Yeah, and especially when, at the end of it all, you're sharing drinks and talking about other stuff and enjoying it. When's the last time that happened for you? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's been a while. I feel like you and I agree a lot. Do I bore you, Kyle?
0: More than you'll ever know.
1: Oh, well, I know now.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Nah.
1: And it's more than that? No, no, no. That's fucked. No,
0: you're, you're, you're like, um, really good at at this whole thing actually cuz uh, earlier when we we're talking about the uh, the political correctness and and you were I, you were kind of playing devil's advocate for something that you didn't fully believe you were just kind of you were kind of making the right points and it it was it was very good it
1: forced me to to react and this is that's something i try to like um i've tried to work on myself being devil's advocate not because I believe in that side, but I want to understand why that person feels that passionately about that. I, I want to learn more about that. There's a reason why you feel that way. What you tell me might not convince me to feel like that, but I might be able to relate that back to something that I feel strongly about. And I understand that feeling.
0: And I bet you're the same as me because I do that to myself all the time in my own head I'll have these debates with myself about things I should or shouldn't do and then I'll play devil's advocate with myself and I, I bet you do the same thing
1: yeah it's, it's almost like just writing out a mental pros and cons list well, it's good this way it would be better that way is that too much like it's just pros and cons lists that's
0: all I don't know if we're running out of time. You like to see
1: both sides before making a choice.
0: I don't know if we're running out of time, but I could mention quickly that I had my uh, consultation.
1: Yes. No, we're never running out of time. It's just, you know, if we lose steam, we lose steam. We're not losing steam, so let's keep the boat rolling.
0: Because the reason I even thought of this in the first place was because I have a few different ideas I want to talk to him about next time. And I realized I already have very well-developed thoughts like, should I do this? And then I have all these devil's advocate arguments and do I present all of that to him at once? Do I just talk at him for five minutes or do I just bring it up? And I don't know. That that was
1: just what was on my mind. Um, I feel like being early in the process, um, you can list all these things, but I feel like you really get to know someone who they are, how they tick just by having like conversations with them. Yeah. You know, Like, when you have a conversation with someone that you meet for the first time, you know, how many times have you met someone and been like, this guy is fucking awesome, love this guy, cannot wait to hang out with him most days a week, and then you know the guy for a couple weeks, and you're like, oh, you know what, this guy fucking sucks, like, I do not like hanging around this guy one bit. That's happened to me too many times. Yeah, so he's got to get to know you a little bit more, because right now he knows just the beginning stuff, so obviously... You're gonna to want to talk about these things in therapy. That's what you're paying for, but don't just like give them a fucking PowerPoint. Yep,
0: I think you're right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, uh, I did, I did have my consultation. So we are officially. I think the Sad Boy Club is definitely leveled up now. Um, we are leveled we started up. Started this, as and two how did guys. the consultation go? We started this as two guys oh, yeah. that go never, ahead. never went to therapy, and now we're two guys that are involved in some way. Um went okay it was just uh, 30 minutes free consultation to see if it was a uh, good fit so to speak and he just asked me some questions about how I'm feeling what are my goals and all that and uh, I just kind of gave him the bullet points without going too deep into anything I just kind of explained what my life is like yeah I live in Indonesia because of this reason Um, do I have friends yes I do actually Um, (laughs) and uh, how long have I been feeling this way? Blah blah blah. What are my goals? And uh, yeah, he seemed smart and empathetic, and he seemed like a good listener. So, like you said, I only talked to him for thirty minutes. How much can I actually know him? But i I liked him enough to where I'll give him another shot, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to him again in a few days.
1: Yeah, and my point with that whole rant was like, how do you know you like this guy? It wasn't even like a a like thing. It was a does he know the real you? Right. Yep. It wasn't a like a preference thing. Um, but that is awesome. Um, I know you mentioned that you thought you had something. I think we've mentioned it on the podcast before, right? We, we say it out loud. Yeah, a bunch of times.
0: Yeah, I mentioned
1: it. Bipolar. Yeah, yeah you mentioned that uh, you think you may have bipolar. Uh, what did he say after you told him that?
0: Well, I was kind of expecting like, um, like, well, you've never been diagnosed. You're not a professional, so why would you say that? Uh, I was kind of, i don't know—I kind of like built up that expectation that that was going to happen, but he didn't do that. He just kind of took it at face value, and um, he just asked me questions, assuming that was true. Like, oh, what were you, have your previous highs been like? What have your previous lows been like? Um, and as I talked, he kind of seemed to, like, mentally go, uh-huh, yep, that kind of fits it. And he did say, like, I asked him, have you ever dealt with anyone with this condition before? And he said it's kind of new for him, so he probably would ask for um, advice from his peers who have dealt with it more. Uh, so that was a notable thing he said. I said, okay. Um, the, the main thing, I just I, I just have this belief that he's not going to be able to help me. I just don't think
1: anyone can help me, Chris. Well, you haven't given it a shot, and you won't know until you try. And if he can't, maybe someone else can, and I think it's important to try a few times at least. Do you think you've
0: derived benefit from yours? I think so. You've been going? I think for
1: um a couple months, I don't know. I'd have, to, I'd have to check. I'm horrible with dates. But um, a couple months. I was supposed to have an appointment tonight, actually, but it got rescheduled to Saturday. And it's been a few weeks. So um going to have a lot to talk about, which is good. Um, but I definitely see a benefit. It's not like you're going to go into therapy. Like for me, in my instance, anxiety. I'm not going to go to therapy and all of a sudden not have anxiety anymore because I talked to this person. They said the magic words and poof, anxiety gone. I'm going to learn how to better cope with it, how to better control it. And that's the most important thing. There's no magic thing any professional can say that's just going to cure you. Not going to happen. But they can give you the tools and help you use these tools in the most efficient way so you can deal with what you're dealing with better for you. A a, a plan suited to you. They're a lifting coach. You have a meet in eight weeks. They know your weight, they know what you're eating, they know your lifting habits, they know where you're gonna see the most progress, so they tailor that to you. you use those tools they're not going to be there all the time, talking you through it, but you've been putting the reps in
0: I think that's a good a good analogy because one of the things that I was thinking and I kind of mentioned this to him. Well, we talked about it anyway, like coping strategy and I said, well, I kind of I I know the things I should be doing already. Um hopefully he has some new things for me. I don't know if he does. But I already know what I should be doing, but I just can't do it. And I guess the same could be true for a lifting coach too. Like even if you know what you're supposed to do already, a coach could help motivate you to do it. I'm just I just feel naturally pessimistic that I I don't I don't know if he can. I don't think he can. I hope I'm wrong. Um we'll
1: see. Yeah, that's just something you honestly just have to wait and see. There's no answer for everyone. I feel like um it won't work for some people. I'm sure it doesn't work for a lot of people. So it may not work for you, but that's the hope. You tried. You know it didn't work. You don't have to have that thought in the back of your head now. You're telling me it's not gonna so work. So the important no, it's gonna work. <laughs> I, Kyle, I don't know. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. You can do this, man. Yeah. Well. No, I, I, it might not work. It might work. It's fifty-fifty shot, and I, uh, I have hope. I do have hope it
0: gives us something else to talk about too. Because we, we go off your sessions quite a bit, so we can go off mine too some.
1: Yeah. No, I think I think it'll be good for you. I think you'll at least take something from it. Uh, I hope so. I can almost guarantee that. Uh when when is your next session? You said in a couple of days? Uh it'll be Monday. Monday, and my appointment is Saturday, so we should pick this up. Tuesday or Wednesday.
0: That's a good idea.
1: Yes. So let's do that. Okay. That was a good episode. I forgot to promote the stuff again, but we'll clip in a second thing. Oh yeah. I forgot we do the clips now. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Kyle, any closing words?
0: Uh, I know I probably sounded like a complete idiot a bunch of times in this podcast. And,
1: uh, yeah, I tried. Well, the bad news for you is, Kyle, no one's going to listen this far. <laughs> and I'm just going to clip that, and you're fucked. Yep. Okay. Bye. This is life being
0: bound to love.